to tell It's gonna be a great Noel It's the Advent Calendar House Muffins, black and smurfs And even Garfield's Halloween We're gonna take a trip down memory Welcome back to the Advent Calendar House, the official holiday podcast for space wizards who know how to plan a surprise party despite being trapped in a time warp. This season, we've been revisiting some old friends, and today it's Morphin' Time. Well, that's a stretch. But we are going to meet up with our pals, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, once again. Last year, we brought you I'm Dreaming of a White Ranger. This time, we're teleporting back to 1994 for a quick but bonkers visit to the command center for the horror that is Alpha's Magical Christmas. Oh, hello there. I'm just putting the final touches on my Christmas tree before the big day arrives. I feel so happy and excited about Christmas this year. I am millennia-old robot who can apparently also bake cookies for a holiday younger than I am, Mike Westfall. And joining me, because I summoned him in a beam of light from the comfort of his own home, it's Andre Bennett. Hey, Andre. I'm a millennial-old robot who <laughs> who's still watching Power Rangers, so there's that. There we go. That counts. It counts. And appearing live in my viewing globe from somewhere colder and farther north, please welcome CJ Belange from the Christmas Sessions podcast. Hello, CJ. Hello. How's it going? Thanks for having me on for the first time ever on your podcast. I'm pretty excited. It almost didn't happen, um, but we made it, so everything's good. <laughs> Everything is working. Thank you both for being here. This this was a very specific sort of fascinating. Yes, yeah, so that's how I'll put it. It was bad. It was bad. There's no other way I can put it. It was bad. It's real bad. <laughs> it was very bad, and it was also a little weird. <laughs> but well, I'm sure we'll get into that. It was, yeah, we will. Yeah, because I have a point to make about exactly what happened in this, but that doesn't take away from the fact that it was just really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. It, yeah, it's like I should have known what to expect. When I realized it was never broadcast on television, <laughs> unlike I'm dreaming yes. of a white ranger. No, this was entirely made for video and just it's the sort of thing that maybe you can just leave on in the background. I think it's really meant for that. It's meant to be left on in the background. <laughs> but this is not a show that or or just for small children who don't know better. There you go. No, you actually bring up a really good point because I, I found as I was watching them, I felt Hey, this is more like a background thing because I almost caught myself just checking my phone a lot and just listening to the music because not a lot is actually really happening. I did just uh, check my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was just like, oh, yeah, no, this is, um, yeah, not, uh, not, too, <laughs> not too keen on this one. <laughs> You know, I wonder now that you mentioned that, I wonder if it serves better as a Yule log sort of deal, but I think so. Yeah, that, that makes sense to me because that's the vibe I got because it was honestly, like Andre said, it was basically it, it was like a background thing. And if you wanted to look back 
here and there, they were doing some, you know, holiday things, but nothing really needed to look at, to be honest, and, uh, until the end, maybe. Yeah. Well, first things first, and we're going to start with CJ because I've known Andre for 20 years and I already know his history with Power Rangers. So, CJ, tell us your history overall with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, God, there's a there's a long history. I got into it as a kid. I was like every other kid. Anytime I watched an episode, I was ap- absolutely convinced that I could beat the crap out of a putty. I think we were all at that stage <laughs> at one point. Um, I loved it. Uh, one of my favorite Christmas gifts I ever got. I have a little, I have a little cousin. His name's Otello. And we would always end up getting the same gifts. So what we would do is we would turn back to back and we would open our gifts. But one year we got honestly just the best gift ever. It was the Morpher and then the, I can't remember the name of the gun. And we turned around and honestly, it had all the different coins that you can switch and be the different Rangers. Oh, wow. And it was probably one of the better gifts I ever got ever. And I always did have the Power Ranger toys uh, for Christmas. I never, I remember you could always put them together and then you could create a bunch of different things. I never got those ones because you weren't quite in that tax bracket. But um, my history with it, every Saturday morning when it was on, um, I was there. I was there for it. I loved it. I was so obsessed. Um, I do remember watching this as a kid. And I was trying to think how many times I did. I think I maybe watched it once because I think a friend had it on video maybe. And I think that's how how it happened. Because as I was watching it, I was getting little flickers of fleeting memories, right? So um, as far as like my total history goes, it probably goes from the age of maybe seven to total of maybe 13. Because it was really, I was really only into that Mighty Morphin Power Ranger era where you had like, you know, Jason, Tommy, and then Tommy was leaving and then Jason got the vest or whatever it was. And then... (laughs) I don't know. I have a long history with it, though, and I, I I still love it. I still love to go back and watch it. Okay, Andre, have you watched this video before this year? You know, I thought I had, and now I'm not entirely certain. Uh, because I feel like if I had, I probably didn't finish it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Or I just blocked it out of my memory. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like the gap in my in my early Ranger knowledge to refresh. Been a fan since uh, of the tokusatsu genre for a long, long time. I remember watching uh, Dynaman, um, which was a precursor to uh, Zoo Ranger, which Mighty Morphin was based on, uh, dubbed as a joke on this show Night Flight. I was a big Ultraman fan. Power Rangers came along and obviously uh, I loved it because I was already in the tank for it, even though I was like in middle school by that point. Um, Watched it from the beginning up through Turbo. Wow. And then sort of came back here and there for in space, dropped off again and then sort of revisited here and there. Really loved SPD. And uh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, you know, every so often I kind of come back and then rewatch. And also I like to watch like some of the actual Super Sentai shows. Um, Jetman, I have to really uh, recommend to everyone. If you've never seen Jetman, uh, it's on Shot Factory TV. It's amazing. It was the show before Zoo Ranger in Japan. And it's awesome. Like the characters are great. There's a really bonkers episode where they fight a giant cup noodle. Um, <laughs> what more could you ask for? It's more than just a soup. 
<laughs> yes. It also has the weird Spike Lee ending. The weird Spike Lee ending. Um, the weird Spike Lee ending where where someone dies for no real reason. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have a serious history with this, man. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I really only watch oh, Andre's the real Morgan. deal. Oh, it's oh, great. That is, yeah. Hardcore, hardcore fan. Yeah. Yeah. Like I initially dropped out even before Zio, and then I would just kind of peek in every once in a while. I had friends who were in it, and then my son had gotten into it went like every series was on Netflix, but he really just liked watching the first few episodes, seeing the origin stories of every Power Rangers team. And he was good, you know, after because you get older and you realize how repetitive most of it is. And it's like the first few episodes are cool. And then it's just kind of like, eh. but some shows like the really special shows really kind of keep you hooked throughout. Uh, the aforementioned Jetman for me, uh, Metalder, which was one of the shows that uh, Haim Saban used for uh, VR Troopers. Okay. That's a great one. Yeah. There's really, really good shows can keep you hooked despite the repetitive plots um, because they have enough, you know, twists in there. Uh, Jetman has, a, has an excellent love triangle. And really just kind of like all the characters have this wonderful chemistry. So, again, I, I can't say enough good things about that show. Um, if you're interested in, in exploring Super Sentai, um, now may be the best time, like now more than ever, because so many of the original series are available legally in America, even streaming for free like on Shout Factory and Tubi. So, you know, it's all out there. Check them all out. And then there's Alpha's Magical Christmas. <laughs> yeah, which I couldn't even find on Netflix. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I, found, I found a couple of uploads on YouTube. Some of them had commercials. I'll talk about them in a sec. But I definitely did not watch this or know it existed in 94. It was released on October 19th, 1994 as an exclusive to members of the Power Rangers fan club. And there's a small possibility I saw an ad for the video, maybe, but most likely my first exposure was it was in the year 2000, thanks to a post by my old pal Matt, now from Dinosaur Dracula. I know Matt loves this thing. It's come up more than once on the Purple Stuff podcast. But first time I actually watched it is somewhere between then and maybe 2010, I think. At some point in the aughts, someone uploaded it, and that's how I watched it. And oh boy. So <laughs> can I ask what your friend Matt is on then? He loves it so much. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm actually trying to think if I'm in the same boat as Mike, because like I don't know if I'm conflating memories, but I know I've definitely seen it maybe in a commercial or some kind of actual, I don't know, but I I got to contact my friend. I haven't spoken to him in a while, but I have a feeling we'd watched this at his house sometime in like maybe 96. You said it was released in what? 94? 94. It, yeah, it would have been. It would have had to been between 95 and 97 because at that time, I think I was in like grade five or six. So I'm going to try to reach out to him and see if it was that. As we're recording this, the, the reunion special has just dropped. So I had to like watch that to wash the taste out of my mouth 
<laughs> See, and now that's readily available for y'all to watch. But so Alpha's Magical Christmas was written and produced by Cheryl Saban. That's Heim's wife. Heim Saban is Jewish. Cheryl was raised Lutheran. So she said they raised their kids Jewish, but also put up a Christmas tree. And speaking of Christmas trees in an otherwise Jewish building, the command center. <laughs> I mentioned last time the beautifully sci-fi looking building standing in for the command center and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is actually part of American Jewish University in California. Which is great, actually. That's I mean, it's it's a beautiful building. It it is a beautiful building. How did I not know that? I'm actually getting a serious kick out of that. That building's in a bunch of things. Like what was it, Star Trek Six, I think? It's in one of the Star Treks. I don't remember. I mentioned it in the last one when I actually had it written down. But getting ahead of myself, first and foremost, if you want to watch this, if you dare, uh, it shouldn't be too hard to find. Again, I found multiple copies of it, both with and without commercials, at the beginning of the tape. Like every Power Rangers VHS tape had that same reel at the beginning. I got enough of that on uh, I'm Dreaming of a White Ranger. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why I watched all those commercials. You know what? Sometimes it's actually good when you find those uh, old shows and you get some commercials in there. It's kind of it kind of adds to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's it's good when you're watching old shows that have been recorded off television and there's like all of these like weird old commercials like that, you know, that are emblematic of the time. Yeah. But when you're watching something that's been released of like straight to video and all the commercials are basically just uh, some in-house Saban ads. Yeah, (laughs) it gets to be a bit much. Uh, But one of them was for Tommy's instructional karate video, which was nice. Okay, all right. It's Jason David Frank teaching kids karate, but I believe as Tommy, as his character. Now you too can discover all Tommy's secrets about the martial arts by watching his very own karate video. This tape introduces you to the martial arts, how to master the art of concentration, plus learn the importance of respect and loyalty. In addition, you can learn every single move of the Green Ranger Kata. It's the first step for you to master the physical and mental discipline of all the Power Rangers. Tommy will help you perform these eight secret steps safely for your friends and your family. It's yours for the taking, only from Saban Home Entertainment. R.I.P. JDF. Yeah, yeah. Was, we'll, we'll we'll get to it. But seeing him in this, it really it pulled out my heartstrings a little bit. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, did you uh, ever get to meet him? I never met him personally, but I've been at a few cons where I've kind of just walked by that area. I've always wanted to meet him, but normally I go with my girls and they're really into anime. So between that and going to the anime place, like going to the desks and stuff, it just it never happened for me. So that's one regret I'll always live with. So how about you, Mike? I don't, I never meet anybody. No, <laughs> I actually got to interview him for, uh, this internet radio station. Um, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give him a plug. Why not radio? Yeah. They're great. Look them up. I've always heard he was a really nice guy. Is it true? Was he? He was. Yeah. He was, he was a good dude. Um, I, I, it was, the interview was a phoner, but he was in town for wizard world. Okay. Um, that year. And I actually got to meet him. During, I went up to his table and said, "Hey, I'm I uh, I interviewed you uh, yesterday, uh, and you know, and he was really nice, and uh, yeah, I'm glad I got to meet him. Yeah, I like when they're nice. Rest in peace. I told him, you know, 
Tommy was always my favorite ranger, which is true. Tommy was always my favorite ranger. Heck yeah. Especially when he became the white ranger. Yep. Oh man. It was, if you were a kid and like Tommy wasn't your favorite ranger, especially when he became like the white ranger was such a revelation at the time. It was like, Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. Can power Rangers get any better? It's like, <laughs> but um, yeah, if he wasn't your favorite Ranger, you're, you're not, you're not in the know. <laughs> I still remember white light part two. That was like, Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. It, event television. Even though I still have a soft spot in my heart for the green Ranger. Cause he had a little dagger that was also a trumpet. Yep. And uh, that thing was amazing. The dragon dagger was awesome. I, in fact, I think it was better than Saba. Did any of you ever pick up that uh, release they did at Toys R Us probably like five years ago of it? And it was actually like pretty, oh. it was pretty solid. I think it was in Canada. It was probably about 119 bucks, but it looked really nice. I never picked it up, but wow. I can never justify it. Like, what am I going to do with it? You know, <laughs> I wanted to No, Yeah. I don't have room for anything in here. Yeah. Yeah. And the stuff that I do have room for is already up or it's just sitting in a closet or my garage waiting to be put up and it's never going to happen. So, cause I'm a big collector of, um, like, um, movie posters that, and getting signed okay. and stuff like that. So nice movie posters are pretty big. You can only put so, so much up. Right. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but on to our main event, we open with alpha five walking into the old command center the actor in the Alpha 5 suit is Romy Scharf, who, if you remember from last time, she later played Santa's number one elf in I'm Dreaming of a White Ranger. We also talked briefly about the voice of Zordon, Bob Manahan, but we did not talk about Alpha's voice actor. It's Richard Horvitz. Oh, Zordon, I just can't seem to get into the Christmas spirit. Cheer up, Alpha. It's Christmas Eve, although it does seem strangely quiet without the Power Rangers. Uh but in every episode before this special he was credited as richard wood this is the first time he's using his given name in a power rangers thing or i think in anything and he went on to become invader zim right yes that and alpha are appropriately my two richard horvitz bookends and to a lesser extent daggett from angry beavers dang you guys know your stuff (laughs) My fiance actually told me that because she was a big Invader Zim fan. As is my wife. So. And and myself as well, but my wife's the bigger one. Yeah, she, was a, she was a big Jonan Vasquez fan. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Period. Like starting with, uh, you know, Johnny and um, going into Zim. So she, you know, she was a big fan of him altogether, but she loved Zim. Okay. So it's Christmas Eve and Alpha is very excited, although it didn't start out that way. He was sad that morning, he said, because his friends, the Power Rangers, weren't there with him to celebrate. And Zordon reminds him the Rangers are currently on a very important mission to help Santa Claus get all the presents ready for the children. Which I think explains I'm dreaming of a White Ranger better and they're able to help Santa so efficiently that year because it wasn't their first rodeo. Yeah, that makes sense. Except, didn't their powers not work at the North Pole and I'm dreaming of a White Ranger? Hey, yeah, you're right. Later we see them like in the viewing globe helping Santa in their Ranger suits. Yeah. There was a whole explanation about the polarity of, of the North Pole. Yeah. And Christmas magic. Zero continuity. <laughs> Maybe they're doing it in like in some outpost somewhere. I don't know. 
the, yeah, the, I'm sure there's some way that they're doing it, but yeah, that's a continuity issue. <laughs> According to Ranger Wiki, it's non. Uh, this special is non-canon. Oh, oh, we're splitting okay. the timeline. <laughs> we're get, we're getting into those weeds. Yeah, well, we're gonna get into those weeds even more later because there are a few instances where like time makes no sense. <laughs> but we'll get to, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I don't know what was going on in the mid '90s that Santa all of a sudden needs the Power Rangers to help do the thing he does every year. I think it was more of uh, I don't know if they wanted to pay the Rangers to be in the episode that long because they really only showed up for about 15 seconds. Uh, that's just a thought process. Yeah, like, that's the real reason. Yeah, that's probably what it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but first, Zordon directs Alpha to look into the all-seeing viewing globe where we see Santa himself feeding one of his reindeer. And while we're doing that, Alpha has an idea for how to get Santa to bring the Power Rangers home for Christmas. He'll put up decorations and then Santa will have to come. And that's not how that works. <laughs> Santa doesn't just show up because you decorated. No, no. I wanted to know um, when he decorates, was it our... <laughs> Cause I was kind of looking at my phone. I was looking back and forth. Was it already decorated or did he just like use his powers and it flashed and everything was decorated in the command center? Is that how it worked or no? I think there was some kind of introduction where Alpha's like, hi everybody, this is a magical Christmas. And then they cut back and there are no decorations. Yeah. And Alpha said, I, so I think it was like, he's flashing back to here's how today started. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll let you continue because when when Zordon just makes a tree up here, it's um I, I could use him in my house some years. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. So decorating in the command center is as easy as pushing some buttons, and suddenly the place is completely decked out with lights, tinsel. Yeah. A giant six foot tall plastic candle or two. I want a pair of those. <laughs> That's another thing I laughed at because if it can just be made and decorated that easily and then Alpha still pulls out some garland and just starts decorating like with his hands and everything. Like if you could just snap your fingers, why not do that? Right. I, <laughs> I, I, mean? I guess it's the principle of the thing. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I just found it funny. <laughs> but like Zordon, when he when a tree appears, I put up quite a not quite a few, but a few in my house and I I like putting them up, but I wish I could have Zordon around just to help me take them down. Just a quick disappearing act would be perfect. And the box is gone. Let's go. So I, I would I would love Zordon to be real personally. Yeah. He tells Alpha to, quote, push the red button on the console, which I'm only pointing out because we're looking at a close up of two red buttons right next to each other and neither of them are labeled. <laughs> Alpha just knows. He just knows. <laughs> one of these buttons produces a Christmas tree. The other one kills everyone. Like Baby Groot <laughs> with the detonator. Yeah. <laughs> it's Christmas magic. That's right. And Alpha knows which button to push. And into the command center descends this already decorated beautiful tree in a trail of superimposed 1990s TV glitter. Yeah. It was actually quite beautiful. <laughs> it is a beautiful tree. Maybe that's Cheryl Saban's tree and they're just letting Alpha borrow it for this shoot. <laughs> it's the power of the Morphin grid, you know? That's it. <laughs> it's your tree when you need it. So he's got a tree. He's got decorations. Alpha says, now the Power Rangers will have to come home for Christmas. Alpha, they're working. Sometimes you have to work on Christmas. Sometimes. <laughs> 
So Alpha continues putting up tinsel as we hear a choir of kids singing Oh Christmas Tree and we fade to the Tower Bridge in London <laughs> for like two seconds with no context. Yeah, I was wondering what that was about, too. I thought I missed something. I'm like, what is it? What? <laughs> I think it was just an establishing shot that we we're what like because it goes to a kid next. And I think it was just, oh, this now we're watching this kid in London, okay. despite the fact that he is obviously in the command center set. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> you have those same giant candles behind him and like otherwise bare black backdrop. Nothing had to make sense in 1994. But no, we spanned the Tower Bridge <laughs> for like two seconds. It's lit up at night, not with Christmas lights, just here's the Tower Bridge at night. It's a place that exists on Earth. <laughs> we go to some suburban looking houses. A young girl is hanging ornaments on a tree. Not at all in the command center, but it's a command center. But uh, <laughs> And then next on our tour of international landmarks with no context, the Arc de Triomphe in Paris. <laughs> Another kid decorating the tree. And after this weird tour of two whole entire other countries, Alpha's still missing the Rangers. And while he understands they have work to do, Christmas just isn't the same when you're all alone. That's a deep thought for such a paranoid android. Yep, sorry, wrong show. <laughs> Honestly, to hear you explain it like this <laughs> just <laughs> proves how ridiculous it was. Oh, yeah. And I feel validated. I feel validated after watching it because I was trying to give it the old college try, but my goodness, it was it was it was bad. It was weird. But to hear you explain the timeline like this. I watched this whole thing just taking notes like what is happening? <laughs> It's like an acid trip. I, I've never done it, but I, I would assume it's like that or at least a fever dream. Yeah, now you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Zordon feels for his little robot pal, and while he can't promise the Rangers will show up, it turns out he's made other arrangements for Alpha to have some company after all. This time he instructs Alpha to push a green button. There's only one of those, at least in the frame where Alpha pushes it. And now we see these beams of light shoot across the sky over these landmarks around the world we saw earlier. Both of them. Well, no, this time it's the Eiffel Tower, excuse me, instead of the Arc de Triomphe. So we see London, we see France, <laughs> we see those two other random houses. And it turns out that traveling in these beams of light, our children Zordon has summoned to spend Christmas with Alpha far away from their families. He found a bunch of preteens with attitude. <laughs> so because Alpha is depressed and the Power Rangers are in the North Pole, Zordon decides the best course of action is to kidnap a bunch of kids from around <laughs> the world to, to, you know, bring them to this, you know, stronghold somewhere in Southern California. <laughs> I don't know if this counts as kidnapping. Because they materialize in the command center and they immediately surround Alpha to give him a big hug like they know they're supposed to be there. Like none of them are looking around <laughs> confused as to where they are and what just happened. They were prepared for this. I don't know. To further strengthen Andre's idea here, I mean, you could say them surrounding him and hugging him. It's classic Stockholm Syndrome, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's a fight or flight. They just they just want to do the right things and get out of there. 
<laughs> well, Zordon specifically says he made arrangements, hopefully with these kids' parents. We can hope. And, the, and they don't stay for long. But <laughs> they join Alpha in singing Here We Come a Caroling. Not particularly well, mind you. But more and more kids keep zapping into the shot and, and the join the group hug until the song finally mercifully ends. But we're just getting started, folks. <laughs> so I hope you all like listening to kids singing along with Alpha 5. That's the bulk of the special. That, yeah. That's basically all it is. I, <laughs> I honestly thought there was more to this. <laughs> It really nope. is just a Yule log. It is more, a Yule log. More or less. You know, I I honestly think this is better served as a Yule log. So that gives me a new appreciation of it now. You're welcome, everyone. I still don't appreciate it. Yeah, I, well, I understand. I'm trying. <laughs> You're a real glass half full kind of guy, though. <laughs> as a Yule log, I, I had the thought as I was watching it. I want to just put it on Christmas morning as my kids come out to see their presents, just to see what their reaction would be. <laughs> I might have to do that now. They would be like, what the heck is this? I want to see my wife's reaction. <laughs> oh my goodness. I want to see how long it takes to click in and they're just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why are they singing so badly? Oh, but Alpha welcomes all the kids, thanks them for coming to his magical Christmas party, and they all reply in unison, anytime, Alpha. So now it's a party. And the first thing Alpha does is ask if they want to make more decorations. Dude, you just decorated. It's overkill. Fine, we're making more. One kid starts stringing popcorn. Another kid with the bowliest bowl cut I have ever seen. Makes garland out of rings of construction paper. So so wait a second. One of Zordon's main things is that the Power Rangers not reveal their secrets to anyone, which I assume to also mean the command, the location of the command center and, you know, the existence of him in Alpha 5. And yet they bring all these like random children to the command center. Where they're all privy to. All the machinery, instruments, whatever. They could probably like run around and do, you know, it's I'm like, well, to be fair, they were they were teleported and it doesn't look like there's many windows in there. They wouldn't know their <laughs> exact like, you know, um, area. But yeah, you're right. One could escape out of there and really find out where they were. But uh, you, you make a good point. This room has no windows and no doors. <laughs> It does sound like a kidnapping. It's the haunted mansion stretching room. Sounds a lot like a kidnapping. He kidnapped those kids. They don't know where they are. He kidnapped them. They're in a building with no windows or any kind of escape, it seems. They were teleported there without their knowledge. So, yeah, well. They were teleported there while they were singing at home and decorating. <laughs> while they were singing at a home somewhere. <laughs> Maybe the, I don't know. Maybe they weren't even teleported from home. Maybe they were already at the command center anyway. Maybe they're not even all children. Maybe they're just all AI. Oh, Maybe this was the first bit of AI we got. In television. <laughs> it was the machine empire all along. There it is. Yes. Zordon's <laughs> like using holograms. Look, you have company. Cheer up. 
But no, Alpha puts him to work decorating. He says he's going to add a little magic of his own and just starts zapping his hands around the place to make more lights and more decorations and more toys appear. It's like the beginning of a Garfield Christmas special where he's dreaming about that Santa machine that produces whatever he wants by thinking about it. While you're explaining this, let's just imagine right now, there were actual writers in a room that came up with this special. Can you believe that? What is the excuse for it? One writer. It says written by Cheryl Saban. Oh, gosh. Okay, yeah, you're right. Is this how she explained Christmas to her otherwise Jewish raised children? Because <laughs> you can do better. <laughs> Well, to be fair, it would be like a uh, Catholic probably explaining Jewish Christmas to everyone else. They, it would probably just be candles everywhere because each each different religion probably doesn't know a lot about the other, depending on who the person is, I would assume. I have a question. Yeah. Does she have any other writing credits on Power Rangers? Let's find out. <laughs> to the internet. I actually uh, still have... Ranger Wiki open. Um, yes, she does actually. Okay. She wrote several. Says she wrote Food Fight. She wrote one of the Green with Evil episodes. Life's a Masquerade with the Super Putties. Super Putties. She wrote Beauty and the Beast. Which one is that? Is that the one where? Um, I th- okay. As Kimberly falls into depression over losing Tommy again, Lord Zed decides to become the new man in her life by making her into his queen, whether she wants to or not. In the meantime, he creates the mirror maniac to preoccupy and destroy the other Power Rangers. Uh, yeah. She apparently also uh, wrote two made-for-TV movies for Fox Family, Au Pair and Au Pair 2. Or is it Au Pair 2? Doesn't say. I mean, I don't necessarily know that 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 sounds like that could be a family movie, but it could also be a lifetime movie. It sounds like a lifetime movie to me personally. Au pair part one and au pair part two. Didn't write the third one. There were three starring Heidi Nicole Leonard from uh, California Dreams. I'll write the fourth one. There it is. Sell to lifetime. Boom. Oh, Lord. They were on Fox Family, so they could put these on Disney Plus if they wanted. That would actually be really cool, to be honest. (laughs) But back to Alpha's uh, decorating addiction. They're all Christmas decorations. They're all just very random. Like, here's a life-size gingerbread house, and here's a single red ornament hanging from nothing. (laughs) Making them appear out of thin air, but keep stringing that popcorn, kids. (laughs) <laughs> it literally does look like something that people would just it was like throwing ideas at a wall and then it's like oh this is christmas that's christmas i've seen this in a store yeah. that's in a store it just doesn't doesn't have much feng shui i would say this is what jerry's store looks like just <laughs> random stuff everywhere jerry yeah shout out to jerry <laughs> who, who, wait who's jerry jerry is the host of totally red christmas he's been on the show a few times okay yeah, he he actually is like a, I think he's a manager or he works at an all year Christmas store yeah. and he's a Christmas podcaster and um one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet oh, honestly. Yeah. Really good guy. Honestly, I didn't know that there were so many Christmas podcasts. There's a lot of us. Uh, well, one thing you know for sure it's a uh, we do it as a passion. We're definitely not going to be uh, monetizing anytime soon. Nope. <laughs> Some people do. I don't well, really know them well. But 
They're the higher, the, the upper echelon. Yeah. Y'all have fun. Anyway. <laughs> I'm having fun. I'm having fun watching Alpha stand around watching uh, child labor at the command center while he sings Deck the Halls. And because he's Alpha, he ends it with fa la 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 ya 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 ya. Good God. You're doing a great job of explaining this, man. Thank you. You have a great Alpha, actually, voice there. There it is. I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but I'm taking it as one. Uh, he does give credit where credit's due. Thanks to the kids for their more phenomenal job making the command center look bright and cheery. And now that he's made all the kids work, Alpha decides it's time to make them learn things. It's really decorated for Christmas now, isn't it? Yeah! You know, many families have their own Christmas traditions. Do you do anything special at Christmas time, Stephen? Steven is the bowl cut kid. I'm glad Alpha bothered to remember everyone's name. Makes it a lot friendlier than, hey, random strangers, let's rap. <laughs> you uh, go in for any of the traditions in the, uh, what's your name, household? <laughs> <laughs> Why? I even have a go at White Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steven says it snows where he's from. Remember, they're in Angel Grove. They don't know that, but it snows where he's from. So he likes to go sleigh riding. And Alpha immediately follows that up with, oh, does your sleigh have jingle bells on it? And he happens to be holding a bunch of straps with jingle bells on them. And then he asks all the other kids if they know the song Jingle Bells. So I guess it's time for Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. We should shout out Jerry again here because Jerry's always one of the first people to point out that Jingle Bells actually uh, was. It didn't start as a Christmas song, I believe. I think that's what he always says. Written with Thanksgiving in mind. True story. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's a Christmas song now, just like Die Hard is a Christmas movie now. Too bad, everyone. No, no. Even Bruce Willis said it's not a Christmas movie, but we cannot get into those with you. I don't make the rules. Bruce Willis is wrong, okay? Oh, come on, man. You want to hear something hilarious? I've never watched Die Hard in my life. Oh, really? Oh, it's it's <laughs> it's a good time. Watch Die Hard. I can prove that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Okay. Oh? Okay, so in my in my understanding. Uh, one of the key elements of a Christmas movie is a strong theme of family. Die Hard is at its heart about a man trying to reconnect his family at Christmas. To do so, he has to outwit a number of highly trained European criminals. But he's trying to rescue his wife and reform his marriage at Christmas. At a Christmas party. To his wife, whose name is Holly, which is the most hallmark thing ever. Exactly. You make a strong point. <laughs> yeah. Die, Die Hard is not just a movie uh, that takes place at Christmas. It is literally, it take away all the guns and uh, what have you, and you have a, hall, a hallmark movie plot. There it is. <laughs> I think this is the year I'm going to take the dive and watch it. But You should. It's great. It's, it's, it really is a great movie. It's a good time. It's a good time. But Alpha hands out the four or five jingle bell straps he has to random kids he happens to walk over to. And then as they all sing together, we're treated to stock footage in the viewing globe of other people taking an actual sleigh ride and having way more fun than we are. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I was just checking my phone and <laughs> um, petting my, and petting my cat. I was at the uh, same point. I was 
looking at my phone, but I was also broadcasting from my phone to my TV through YouTube. And I caught myself checking, like, how much longer do we have? And I'm just <laughs> like, come on. I'm not halfway down the, my uh, scroll bar of notes. And then you found out that you were only about eight minutes in. Yep. <laughs> uh, but after that, Alpha comments, those people they saw taking sleigh rides look cold. But he and his new friends can stay inside the command center where it's warm and toasty, but they need something else to do. Alpha is already out of party ideas. And it certainly feels like all we've been watching was them standing around and singing, but they've actually gotten a lot done. This next part is probably the weirdest part of the whole special, which is saying a lot. (laughs) But another girl asks, why don't we make Christmas cookies? And Alpha makes what looks like a shrugging motion, but he doesn't actually say anything. And then we cut immediately back to the same girl who claps her hands and shouts this fake drawn out, yay! (laughs) Why don't we make Christmas cookies? Yay! There has to have been a missing line there that they forgot to cut in, because it looks like Alpha's supposed to be saying some quick thing, like, that's a great idea, Susie. It's a rough edit. Yeah. (laughs) And I should note, I just put the name Susie in there in my notes as a placeholder. And then later her name turned out to be Susie. Are you serious? Yes. (laughs) This whole kidnapping thing didn't really go as well as uh, Ralph as he had hoped, I guess. He's just like shrugging. Have we gotten to the part uh, of, of the episode where there was the montage of like basketball or we're not there yet? No, not yet. Not yet. No. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh God, I forgot about oh, that. Yes. <laughs> no, they they never put in the line for Alpha, so you just see him put up his hands like, "Well, all right, fine, yay!" And then Alpha immediately turns around, <laughs> holding a tray of already baked cookies. <laughs> the morphing grid, I tell you. Yeah. Or he started baking them, and this kid just reminding him, "Oh, they're still in the oven." Where would the oven be in there? Who around <laughs> under the console? Somewhere in the command center. Under Zordon. Under Zordon. Yeah. That's <laughs> what's keeping the lights on. This girl has no idea. She just saved the command center from burning down in the kitchen fire. <laughs> People don't know the command center is actually gas powered. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, no. That's what that whole. <laughs> Kaboom. You thought I was to let light in. So Alpha's got a tray of cookies shaped like stars and gingerbread men. All that's left is to decorate him, and this reminds Alpha of a song he knows. You know, I know a song about a king who went out on a cold night. I bet you he wants some cookies. Because the Christmas song, The Cookies Reminded Alpha of, is Good King Wenceslas. Oh, God. What is happening? I'm telling you, it's a fever dream. <laughs> it's a fever. Or, at worst, an acid trip. And that's what it is. Or Alpha's dead. And he's just like watching everything like <laughs> Jacob's you know. ladder. Yeah. He's just an animated corpse at this point. Reanimated. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like he's dying. And this is what he sees flashing before his eyes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. That's a hilarious analogy. Yeah. Like, an a- like yeah, it is a Jacob's ladder situation. Probably. <laughs> oh, the command center is Owl Creek Bridge. Uh, I know this sounds like I had. Just one of those AI robots write a screenplay about Alpha from Power Rangers having a magical Christmas. But I promise you, this is a real thing written by a real human. (laughs) That we know. That we know. Yeah, documented. (laughs) She took credit for it. That's scary in itself, to be honest. Like, 
I guess the bar wasn't set pretty high in 1994 because if you could release this to VHS and call it good and sell it, I mean, no one's calling it good. Well, they they thought it was good enough for release, right? So I I bet at this point she thought she could sell, you know, she could sell Raid to a Bug or something, you know. Quick cash grab. Join the fan club. You get this. I mean, Bill Cosby took credit for his dissertation about Fat Albert when uh, it's it, it's been talked about that members of his writing staff did it for him. So, well, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> ELDR, uh, maybe Cheryl Saban didn't write it herself. <laughs> <laughs> Good King Wences lost look down. Bet he'd want some cookies. <laughs> Look, everyone, these are the songs the children's choir knew. Just make it all fit. I think that's how this exists. But Alpha's just walking around the table, looking at all these kids, ice, and then eat their cookies. Where's the hot chocolate in all of this? I don't know. You want to have all these things, but they're talking about, oh, if you're sledding, you must be really cold. Then it's cookies. No, why isn't it hot chocolate? There that's it is. Christmas, man. Yeah. So are cookies, but come on. That's when they started singing Baby It's Cold Outside. They got <laughs> cut. <laughs> the robot can't hold hot uh, beverages. I will say the cookies that are left look very nice. You know, the ones that were not at all decorated beforehand by adult professionals. <laughs> no, why would I insinuate that? But here Alpha says the cookies were delicious. I didn't know the robot could eat people food. Um... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he, maybe Zordon built like taste sensors or something. This Christmas, Alpha becomes a real boy. <laughs> maybe he has a waste bin in his back posterior. There area. it Who is. Knows? We don't know. It, it just goes down to shooting out the back. Yep. Don't worry about it. A wizard did it literally because it's Zordon. That would actually be kind of funny slash poignant if, uh, no, if they actually had a story where Alpha became like a real boy, that, that would, um, that would be interesting. That would be. <laughs> the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers will return in a moment. Hey, kids. Now you can become an official Junior Power Ranger just by joining the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers fan club. It's Morphin time. When you join, you'll get a super fan club gift pack that's loaded with over 19 special items just for you. The gift pack includes your own membership card, the great club video, fantastic ranger photos and static things, a real neat lunch bag plus fun stickers, neat iron-ons, and lots more more phenomenal stuff. Ay, 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 ay. To join, just send in $17.95, which includes shipping and handling, along with your name, address, and birthday to Power Rangers Fan Club, P.O. Box 222, Hollywood, California, 90078. Become an official Junior Power Ranger today. Lots of cool Power Rangers stuff you can't get anywhere else. You don't want to miss out. When the burn months set in and the nights start to get crisp, do you feel what I feel? Hi, I'm Ashley, and I'm the voice behind the Magic of the Season podcast, where we talk nostalgia, holiday history, movies, music, and of course, the big man himself. If you want to turn on something that brings you warmth, comfort, and cheer, then you're in the right place. I'm available on all podcast platforms, such as Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and many more. Follow me for some festive fun on my Instagram at the Magic of the Season Podcast. Now grab your hot cocoa, get cozy, 
because it's story time. Now back to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, at this point, Alpha notices one boy is smiling very widely. His name is Michael, and Alpha tells him, What a smile! What are you thinking about? He's a kid on Christmas! What else is he thinking about? Presents! <laughs> All the other kids respond, Me too! And Alpha just replies, Well, I bet Santa's helpers are busy working on those right now. But never mind those presents, Michael is probably talking about the giant pile of wrapped boxes right next to them. <laughs> hey, those were really nice. So whoever wrapped those. They were nice. Yeah. They were nice wrap. Pre- I, I'm not great at wrapping. My wife does a really good job, but. I'm terrible at wrapping. Oh, me, but every Christmas morning, I always applaud the wrapping, especially oh, yeah. with the ribbon. It, I, love, I love a good wrap job. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I think Zordon just had a lot of spare boxes. Them. <laughs> They're the ones where like the lid is wrapped separately from the, the box itself. Yes. Oh, God. They just put yeah. the lid on. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> open it. That's no fun. Alpha starts slowly, slowly giving out these boxes as they sing up on the housetop. Just picks up one box at a time, shakes it, turns around as fast as someone in a small eyeless robot costume can. Just extends his arm hoping someone is there on the other end ready to grab it. In the middle of this song, we get a shot of a teddy bear just sitting next to the tree that we get an extreme close-up of for no reason other than, look, we only got one take of Alpha giving out presents cut to anything else. It did seem like a long little shot. Uh, It it was the red. Was it red or pink? I don't even remember. I think that was the color of it. I think it was like, I just remember, I'm like, they're fixating on that, like, for a while. Like, does this have, does it come to life later? But no, no, it just, it was pointless. No, that's just the Yule Log element of this. We're just, here's a scene of something Christmassy. Yeah, here's a bear in the middle of branches and gifts. Yep. It's just a headshot. And we get toward the end of the song, and it looks like they're a gift short, because there's this one girl who hasn't gotten a box yet. She's still politely singing along with everyone else. I don't think she makes a face. But admittedly, every uploaded copy of this tape is between kind of blurry and extremely blurry. <laughs> I just picked the one that had the most views. I think it was like 160,000. There you go. The one at the top on YouTube. Yep. I, I just um, clicked off the, the one that showed up in my Google search results. Uh, but it was only mildly blurry. Okay. Andre just clicked it and wanted to be over as soon as possible. <laughs> I really did. I really did. This, this, I mean, four minutes in, I'm like, this is this is bad. <laughs> is this is that where you sent that message on Twitter? You're like, this is bad. I sent that message four minutes in. I said, yeah. Oh my god, this is bad. <laughs> that was four minutes in. I didn't realize you were only four minutes in. Oh. I was. Oh, that was the uh, that, four minutes in was a masterpiece. <laughs> and Alpha takes a second to remember that, oh, yeah, I pressed Zordon's Christmas magic button. I'll just think one more present into existence and it appears in his hands. It's such sloppy writing. It's so crazy. There's no dramatic conflict in any of this. Oh, it's like it's like a story I would have written in grade three. That's yeah. how it feels like there's just there's no rhyme or reason. Just things appear. Yeah. Plays it off to this girl, Cindy. Like, sometimes it just takes a little magic. 
I say that like it's Alpha's fault. There weren't enough boxes. He didn't even know they were coming. <laughs> Blame Zordon. Yeah. Yeah. Zordon kidnapped them. I <laughs> yeah. mean, Alpha was not a party to this at all. Alpha was innocent. Yeah. But he wills Cindy's present into being. But I think the other gifts were just there. They're not the Rangers' presents, right? Uh, I hope not. You would hope not. Well, they're helping Santa Claus right now. So wouldn't they be bringing their own presents? Maybe. I don't know. No, uh-huh. Zordon would. Zordon's going to give him stuff. Yeah, oh, Zordon sure. would give him stuff. Yeah. So he'll just make those appear later. Just, oh, no, this little girl got a blue scarf that says Billy. <laughs> we don't actually see what's in any of the boxes yet. Because Alpha tells them, now remember, don't open these until Christmas. And they all groan, okay. That's the rules, man. But Cindy politely thanks Alpha and adds, do you think Santa Claus will come to my house? Well, I don't know. Did you decorate? (laughs) No, he's not. I would have loved to see that answer. No. Turns out we're all suckers. And the only criteria for uh, Santa visiting you is uh, you got to (laughs) decorate. Put up some lights. Oh, you got to go buy stuff from the store. There and is. this movie has, or this show has been brought to you by Walmart. Yep. <laughs> uh, Alpha's actual response is Santa comes to visit all good children, doesn't he? Yeah! They don't really get to address that doubt this girl had at all because the alarm in the command center starts going off. Oh dear, not on Christmas. But I think the alarm noise is a different sound than it usually makes. I did not notice. But there's a reason for that. It's not a danger warning. Zordon almost condescendingly here says, relax, Alpha. This alarm indicates an incoming message from the North Pole where the Power Rangers are helping Santa. And this time they get to wear their suits for some reason. (laughs) We see all six Rangers, including Tommy. This was when he was still the Green Ranger, all in full uniform, helping Santa fill his bag. Tom is the only one who waves, and that got me to thinking, how does the viewing globe work? Is there some kind of interdimensional camera? It might just be like some sort of like light. Okay. Some like ball of light on the other end, maybe. I don't know. So according to these credits, Santa is played by Louise E. Marino Sr. Ho, ho, ho! Hello, children! My friends and I are almost filled up the sleigh. Soon I'll be calling out my reindeer and fly up, up and away. (laughs) His name isn't even on IMDb. In fact, the only Google result for Louise E. Marino Sr. is Ranger Wiki. Oh, geez. And the only information they have on him is that he played Santa in this special. Uh, Maybe he just went to Cheryl's church. I don't know. It could be. Oh, my God. We need to find this man. And he did such a good job as Santa, they got someone else to play him the following year. (laughs) Amazing. But Santa excitedly tells the children it's almost time to fly up, up and away. And I do have to say, it's good to know the thrill of that isn't gone for him. Santa should just spend every Christmas Eve screaming, this is amazing. You're doing a great job, Mike. I I love the way you break stuff down. Thank you. Alpha says as much as then leads the kids into the song Jolly Old St. Nicholas as they play with their new toys. Oh, now they, they did get to open them all, I guess. And what a random pile of stuff this is. Did either of you have a favorite shot of a kid playing with a toy here? I honestly forgot, like, most of the individual <laughs> shots. I'm sorry. It's okay. 
might have been looking at my phone at this part. That's fine. One kid <laughs> had an electric train that looked like a Power Wheels train. I think he wins. Probably, yeah. That passes the story test. It sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the kid we identified as Michael earlier got a new bike. Another boy's got a shiny new pair of rollerblades, but he doesn't try them on or anything. Just holds them up and shows everyone. Probably American. You, got, you guys don't know how to skate. <laughs> Some of us do. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm fair in a pair of rollerblades in a rink. I'm not doing ramp tricks or anything, but <laughs> I I can't skate at all. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm disappointed in both of you as a Canadian man, but yeah, I understand. Well. I'm American. <laughs> I'm used to being disappointing. <laughs> uh, Steven the bolt cut kid is riding one of those rocking horses on springs but he's like furiously rocking on it like he's been waiting for this moment the entire day of shooting yes he, he he's been he has been waiting the entire day of shooting and now this is his chance he's gonna like he's he's gonna show everybody that uh he's an actor darn it that's right this was his big moment <laughs> oh lord couple of girls got snow globes. Most of the others are holding teddy bears. One girl gets a huge bear that's so big she can sit in its lap. Oh, just pray Rita doesn't turn that thing into a monster. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) How did that not happen? Be crazy if it did, though. It would be. Uh, Another kid has a stuffed frog that he seems to be pretty happy with, which is good because frogs don't have a history of making good first impressions in the Power Rangers universe. Adam. I'm a frog. Oh, no. Oh, God. (laughs) And then there's a baby carriage in the corner that no one wants to play with. They don't want any part of that. Alf is not playing with anything. He's just happy watching everyone else play with theirs. And, you know... That's kind of where I'm at these days, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's the I think that's the best part of a dad or a mom. You just sit back and you enjoy the scenery of it all. Yeah. And clean up the mess. And clean up the you gotta have that trash bag ready. Oh man. Honestly, once it's done, get in the trash bag, no cleanup, and it's like it's like nothing was ever there. Yeah. Except all the toys or things you put. Our our whole tradition is it gets picked up and then it gets put on uh, whatever tables like the kitchen island for about three days until it disperses in its area in the house where it needs to be. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> our stuff just stays on the floor until we can't find the floor anymore. Uh, <laughs> oh, my wife's a psycho. She vacuums three times a day. Everything needs to be somewhere. It neatly. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> So after that song, I'm assuming one girl noticed Alpha wasn't playing with anything. It was just watching everyone else. So she asks him, what are you wishing for this Christmas, Alpha? And we already know what his Christmas wish is. He wants the Power Rangers to come home. And just to make him miss them more, all the kids start singing, I'll be home for Christmas. Which, when they first started singing, I thought, that's kind of mean, kids. Yeah. That does sound like a bit of a troll job. And and then it like starts this montage of moments from the show. Yes. And one of those moments is White Ranger Tommy taking off his helmet from White Light Part 2. Right. He was the Green Ranger just a couple of minutes ago with Santa. <laughs> exactly. This this takes place after he's lost his powers, his Green Ranger powers and returns as the White Ranger 
but he's the Green Ranger in the, but he's the Green Ranger here. So I looked it up. I wanted to see how closely this was recorded to that whole story arc of Tommy losing his Green Ranger powers and later becoming the White Ranger. And it's super close. So it's 1994. The episode where Tommy loses his Green Ranger powers aired September 28th. According to Ranger Wiki, this was released to fan club members three weeks later on October 19th. Holy. The episode where Tommy becomes the White Ranger aired the day before. Okay, well, that matches, I guess. <laughs> it matches, but they don't care about timelines when they're cutting this in post. They're just banking on kids not even getting around to watching this until December. So fine. In that sense, it makes sense. But only that sense. Yeah. One of the flashbacks is Billy doing a full front flip while dunking a basketball. Yeah, but it looks like he misses the basket entirely. Oh, the whole point. <laughs> he just does a flip, and it's not even a dunk. He just flips by the basket. He's like, I'm going to do a somersault in the air, and I'm just going to hold this basketball and go right on by the rim. Like, what? Yeah, what no, he air, all right. He airballs. Yeah, <laughs> you airball like a, a, dunk. a somersault dunk. He's just like, whoop, nope. Yeah. You know, Billy, definitely the ranger I'd bet could dunk a basketball while doing a flip. Classic Billy. <laughs> he's the one that I know would know nine times six off the bat. Like he's one of <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's like a guy you would just throw math problems at and you would just be like the flash to be like, oh my god, yeah, I know this. <laughs> well, you know, he totally whiffed the uh whatever geometrical equation um he did to calculate uh, how far he needs to uh, flip to uh, get the ball to get the rock in the hole. Yeah, yeah, he's got he, he's got the brains, but he doesn't have the athletic ability. It seems no, it doesn't doesn't translate to real life yet. No. Oh lord, this is special. So after that song ends, Susie tells Alfred, "Don't be sad. You know the Power Rangers would be here if they could." And just to make Alpha feel even lonelier, it appears the magic portal that brought the children to the command center is closing soon. So Zordon tells Alpha it's time to send them all home. Because otherwise, you know, the cops are going <laughs> to. Yeah. <laughs> the cops will find out they're gone. It's kind of one of those situations where, like, if you stay on the phone for longer than a minute, the FBI can chase you. If these kids stay longer than 20 minutes, they're going to find them. <laughs> well, and it'd be really weird if they all just sang I'll be home for Christmas only for Alpha to tell them not you guys. You're staying right here to keep me company like a festive misery. <laughs> but before they go, Susie reveals all the kids have a present for Alpha and they make him guess, giving them hints like it doesn't need batteries. You can never wear it out. You can take it wherever you like. You can make one man weep, make another man sing. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, their gift to Alpha is love. That's the power of love. <laughs> They're bringing love. <laughs> Break his legs. <laughs> I bring you love. <laughs> it's pretty love. Oh. Kill it. I guess they didn't think to bring anything with them when they were glitter beamed into the command center. That's fine. They're guests. They help decorate cookies. You pay them for labor with a wrapped present each that they get to take home. They didn't bring anything in advance because they were kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, well, 
But Alpha says love is the perfect Christmas gift. He leads them into one last song before they go. It's Silent Night. Ranger Winky decided it was very important to point out Alpha's magical Christmas is notable for being the only special in the franchise to mention God and Jesus in the form of song lyrics. Okay, thanks. <laughs> the completionists. I'm guessing they meant mentioning them by name because the kids sang Silent Night and I'm Dreaming of a White Ranger, but they only did the first verse. Christ the Savior is born isn't mentioned till the end of verse 2, which is sung here. The, uh, I was going to say, if we can't all agree that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, can we at least all agree that Silent Night is the ultimate Christmas song? Yeah, I think it was. I think it's the most recorded Christmas song, now that you mention it. Have you ever heard the story about Silent Night? I think oh, I yeah. heard it on Dwayne's podcast at one point. I hear John Denver tell it to the Muppets every year. Oh, really? I never watched that one, actually, funny enough. <laughs> it's on the record. Now they're by... I do love uh, Muppets Family Christmas, though. That's my favorite. This special, actually, as I watched it, I thought a lot about Muppets Family Christmas because I thought about how that is a stellar example of how to do a holiday special. And this is a wonderful example of how not to. It's the anti-Muppet Family Christmas. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's like it's it's wall-to-wall songs like Muppet Family Christmas. But nothing else. And no one shows up. Yeah, it's like you have a Power Rangers special, like mostly without the Power Rangers. Well, let's be honest. It was the most important ones, I would say. Yeah. At this point, no. Was Jason still part of it? The Red Ranger? No. Was he? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Then never mind. Well. Yeah, okay. I thought he'd been gone by then. We'll get to that in a minute. First, after they sing, Alpha thanks the kids for coming, leads them over to a door with two giant candy canes on each side and nothing but a smoky white void on the other end. And that's not the way they came in. They teleported in. No, they're trying to get rid of the evidence. Oh, no. They teleported (laughs) in. Why do they have to go through this mystery door that looks like the nothing from the never-ending story? Don't go in there. (laughs) It is. (laughs) <laughs> it's 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 the dark specter room <laughs> that'll be fine alpha reminds them all to go to sleep early so santa will visit and he and zordon wish the kids merry christmas on their way out into the nothing i hope they make it home <laughs> but the party's over alpha thanks zordon for giving him the best christmas ever when the alarm goes off again But this time, Zordon says it's signaling an incoming teleportation, and finally the Power Rangers show up. Woo! Ah! Well, some of them. Three of them. (laughs) Three of them. It's Tommy, Kimberly, and Billy. And that's it. They're wearing their ranger suits, but not their helmets. Because this is a personal moment. And Tommy's dressed as the Green Ranger again, despite us all just seeing that flashback of him turning into the White Ranger. Or maybe, just maybe, and this is this is me just like spitballing here. Perhaps I think I know where you're about to go, but go ahead. Perhaps the viewing globe was was uh, pulling a Doctor Manhattan and showing moments not just from the past, but also the future. That's where I thought he was going with it, too. Yeah, that's where (laughs) it could have been. It's 1995, and I'm a white ranger now. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. That's it. Oh, I was about to give up, but I, I like that. Oh, I just knew you would come. Oh, Tommy, Kimberly, Billy, you're here. I'm so happy to see you. But where are the others? Zordon tells us the other rangers went home to be with their families, though. They couldn't be bothered to stop in for a quick Merry Christmas to Alpha. They can teleport in. It won't take long. No, dinner's at six and Zeth's mom don't play. That's right. <laughs> and it's the new guys who don't show up. It's Aisha, Rocky, and Adam with the blandest Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas and Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year, everybody. It's like they almost knew everybody hated them. I know I did. But <laughs> uh, bite your tongue. Adam was awesome. Hey, no. Uh, Adam, Adam is great. You know, I liked Aisha too. She was awesome. Yeah, she was good. Yeah. Um, I, I'm actually, I guess it's not really that much of a spoiler to say that Adam is not in the reunion special very much. And that's one of the things I don't care for because oh. I loved Adam. So, I mean, I, I love Johnny Young Bosch. Great voice actor. I'm surprised, actually. I mean, he's in the special. He's just not like in it that much. Not in a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, big Johnny Young Bosch fan. Um, I think he's great. I met him once. Super nice guy. And he, um, I really enjoyed him as, uh, as Adam. Honestly, um, replacing Zach was a tall order. Yeah. And he stepped up and did his own thing and thought he did a great job. Um, when they brought him back for, was it the 20th or the 25th anniversary? Uh, the Operation Overdrive episode. Um, oh, 20th. I, I think. think it was Once a Ranger. They had like a, yeah, the 20th anniversary. They had like various Rangers from different okay. series kind of as a replacement team. And Adam was was the leader. Um, it's happy to see him. Yeah. Well, and they do mention Zach sort of. Zordon mentions, quote, the others, meaning the predecessors of those three, Zach and Jason and Trini, are all still at the World Peace Project, which is how they wrote them out of the show. And it's 2023 now. They're probably still at the World Peace Project. <laughs> Actually, not going to spoil anything, but uh, that World Peace Project was was uh, probably a pretty good thing because Zach um, Zach ended up doing all right for himself career wise. Hey, all right. Yes. They had to throw in that line because if this tape did indeed get mailed out in October of 94 and we were watching it, we'd have no idea who those other three guys are. Yeah, sadly. Be a huge spoiler. Like, fine. It's Christmas Eve in the special. I'm fine with that part. But that's why they had to tell us about the World Peace Project. Even Billy admits they can't stay long, but Kimberly adds they couldn't just leave them alone at Christmas before they leave them alone on Christmas. <laughs> just came by for a plate, you know, yeah. that's all. It's a thought that counts. <laughs> that's it. Yep. Heard you made cookies. <laughs> Where are them cookies at? You got any hot chocolate? No. Okay. Got some nog. <laughs> Billy adds holidays are the best time to share good wishes with the ones you love. Tommy adds. And my Christmas wish for you, Alpha? That you'll always have a smile in your heart. That hit differently this time. Yeah. Yeah, it really did. Um, I also kind of felt emotional seeing uh, GDF on the screen there. Yeah. 100%. Like you, um, 
I, I rarely get a ball in my throat, but I would have been, it was the first time I'd really watched anything since that happened. And, um, yeah, it was, it was genuinely sad. Like mm-hmm. it, ne- you never get used to like losing like your heroes as a kid. Like, you know what I mean? So it was like, yeah. It, and it was sad the way he went. It was just a sad situation. Yeah. Really was. Um, you really wish that these people kind of knew how much they were loved by everyone. Yeah. But also, you know, that uh, depression doesn't really, you know, when, when you're when you are suffering from whatever um, form of, you know, depression, clinical, um, whatever, it doesn't always matter, you know, how much you're loved. Your brain just finds a way to convince you otherwise. And it's sad. It's one of those things where I think depression is one of those things that really isolates you and people think that the person themselves isolates themselves. No, it's the disease and it isolates you and it makes you think less of yourself. And you're right. I wish there was a way, um, not only for, uh, Jason David Frank, but other people to know like how important they were. Like growing up, that guy was like my hero, honesty. And he was, he was a legit guy as far as like uh, karate went and even dabbled in some mixed martial arts. He, Mm -hmm. You know, you no matter how successful you are, you don't know what people are going through. And it was it was sad. It was sad to see him, but it was kind of it was heartwarming too in a way. Bittersweet, I would say. Yeah. He dedicated a huge chunk of his life to this character and this franchise. And we often saw him do that with a smile on his face, like the smile he's giving us here. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you to JDF. Big time. Big thank you. We 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 miss we miss JDF. Big time. Absolutely. But after he says that, Kimberly breaks the fourth wall, which doesn't happen very often in the Power Rangers universe. And she and Billy are now looking right at us. We hope that the new year will bring happiness and harmony to you and your families. In a safe world where you'll be free to grow into the best person you can be. They gave that line to Billy after all the homophobic nonsense he had to deal with on that show. Yeah, I want a safe world, too. (laughs) Yeah, David used... um really um he's a strong dude to uh to go through everything that he went through and um still want to be a part of it you know and come out of it better yeah i admittedly and maybe i i did not know any of that truly i didn't know i'm gonna have to look that up after to see what happened neither and i until very recently oh really yeah it's not something he disclosed until what a few years ago yeah wow But with that, the Power Rangers must be going because apparently only they can help Santa load his sleigh. I don't know what happened in 1994 that Santa just wouldn't have been able to get up and running without the Power Rangers, but... It's that amazing writing, I'm telling you. (laughs) Went to Woodstock and got really backed up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Gee, what's that Kid Rock on? (laughs) No, not the Kid Rock one. That was... uh, that was 94. Oh, yeah. My bad. 94. Yeah, 94. No, mother. this is this is the Green Day throwing mud. Well, everybody else throwing mud at them, actually. Santa shows back at the North Pole with mud in his hair. <laughs> I just got back from Nine Inch Nails and set. Oh, 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 oh. that would be amazing. <laughs> Santa Claus at Woodstock, a Christmas special. Like, come on. I'm sure <laughs> there were people there who basically looked like Santa. God, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Or they do now, for sure. Or they do now. Yep. They probably didn't then. They probably were at the original Woodstock and came to 94. Yeah. 
So Alpha thanks the Rangers for stopping by, but before he can let them go, he's got a special surprise for them, and it starts snowing in the command center. Or at least it starts snowing on just Tommy for a second before it evens out. Merry Christmas. You get asbestos. (laughs) I mean, this sounds like an OSHA hazard. (laughs) (laughs) The Rangers and Alpha wave to us, awkwardly saying we wish you a Merry Christmas, and that is it. Thank God. (laughs) I really thought there was more to this, but nope. It's at the same time very simple and very complex. Uh, Good riddance. (laughs) But do you have any final thoughts on Alpha's magical Christmas? Take it away, Andre. (laughs) It stinks. (laughs) (laughs) I concur. Um, Final thoughts. You know what? At the beginning, I really wanted to get into it. It did have a little bit of feeling to it. But as it just continued, you realize that it was an empty shell of nothing. It is just if you want to have it on in the background to hear kids sing Christmas songs and watch kids decorate for a robot, go for it. But it was just like (laughs) it it was super hollow. There wasn't much substance there, but, you know, it is what it is. It was straight to VHS. So, yeah, it was something that they developed while the Power Rangers name was a license to print money. Oh, yeah. It was a cash in. Plain and simple. It's like we can we can do this on the cheap and put it and rush it out and uh, you know make uh, make some extra cash off of it. And they did. And they did. And, Smart. And knowing that, I think it is worth a watch just to see how ridiculous it is that this is a thing that happened. And yeah, maybe putting it on the background is the way to watch it. Emphasis on a watch, like a watch, just one One watch. (laughs) (laughs) It is a thing that happened. I I can agree. (laughs) Yeah. And thank you both for spending this magical Christmas with me. Thanks for having me, Mike. You're you're the best in the world, bud. (laughs) Hey, thank you. Thanks, Mike. Well, if people want to beam into your living room and help you bake cookies, where can they find you on the Internet? CJ. Uh, you can find me. Uh, I have a Christmas podcast as well. It's Christmas Sessions. Um, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Xmas Sessions Podcast. Um, and that's about it. That's the place you can find me. Um, it's really a show about nothing. It's it's an interview based podcast where we just discuss the highs and lows, and not always the greatest parts of Christmas. Sometimes the greatest parts too. Um, we just talk old Christmas stories, worst gifts, best gifts, just. A lot of nonsense. And I always plug a different friend every time I come on. So since we talked about him today, go listen to Jerry as well. He's part of the Totally Rad Christmas podcast. He does a very good job uh, at what he does. So if you're not going to check me out, check Jerry out. He has a fantastic podcast too. Check CJ out. It's a good time. It's a good time. It's good (laughs) nonsense. And Andre. Well, I can be found on uh, various social media platforms as Andre Bennett Go. That's A-N-D-R-E-B-E-N-N-E-T-T-G-O. I am also the commissioner and uh, senior referee for Philadelphia Championship Rock, Paper, Scissors. And uh, you can find us there um, at facebook.com slash PCRPS uh, or on Instagram as uh, at Philly Rock, Paper, Scissors. Um, It is indeed a competitive Rock, Paper, Scissors league here in Philadelphia. Yes, please be sure to pay my pals a visit. 
You'll find all of those links in the show notes of this episode, either on your podcast playing machine or at adventcalendar.house. Thank you for joining us. And if you thought this special was disturbing, tune in next time as we celebrate Halloween in July. Until then, for Andre and CJ, from my cylindrical glass prison outside of space and time, this is Mike Westfall saying, watch out for the IIIC patch. <laughs> I regret nothing. Uh. <laughs> Wasn't that fun, everybody? Thanks for sharing my magical Christmas with me. Zordon, the Power Rangers, and I hope you have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Next time on the Advent Calendar House. Hey, hey, this is going to be a Halloween to live in infamy. Wiltshire Pig returns in an uproarious romp with silly spooks, daffy demons, and marvelous monsters. It's Will Vinton's claymation comedy of horrors.